Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new week of AutoLine Daily. For those of you who are just getting back to work from your holiday vacation, welcome back. And now, here's the latest news to help you keep up with the latest developments in the automotive industry. And we finally have the official tally for new car sales in the U.S. market for all of 2013. It was quite a good year, with total light vehicle sales coming in at 15.5 million units. That was up 7.5% over the year before and represents quite a good year. For December, sales hit 1.35 million units, up 4% from the year before. Amongst the top six manufacturers, Nissan had a whale of a December with sales shooting up 15%. Chrysler saw sales jump nearly 10%, while Honda was up nearly 6%. Ford was up just a little over 5%, Toyota was up a little over 2%, but General Motors actually saw sales drop slightly, a minus. 2.6%. The best-selling truck in the country was the Ford F-Series, which topped the sales charts just shy of 70,000 units, which is a jaw-dropping number. The new Chevy Silverado actually saw sales go down by more than 12%, while the Ram pickup over at Chrysler was up nearly 15%. I think Ford and Ram have pulled out every sales gimmick in the book to try and steal sales from the new Silverado. And as I keep saying, GM is being hurt by not having its own captive finance company. On the passenger car side, the Honda Accord outsold everyone else, topping the charts at more than 32,000 units, up 14.4%. And as Honda loves to brag, those are all retail sales. No fleet sales for them. The Toyota Camry came in just shy of 30,000 units, but sales fell ever so slightly. And the same goes for the Honda Civic. Sales were down more than 7%. The Nissan Altima had a good month, with sales up more than 7% to 24,800 cars. And the Ford Fusion had a blowout month, with sales up more than 31% to 24,400 units. As always, our sales source is Ward's Auto, which calculates sales on a daily selling rate basis which we consider a more accurate way to evaluate what's really going on in the marketplace. General Motors' former head of Cadillac Global Strategy, Don Butler, has landed a new job just across town at Ford. Butler was just named the Executive Director of Connected Vehicle and Services. He will be in charge of Ford's global strategy for integrating connectivity across its vehicle lines. He will report to Raj Nair, the head of global product development. But there sure makes us wonder if at some point Don Butler is going to end up at Lincoln. I mean, he sure would know how to go after Cadillac, wouldn't he? You know, we've talked a lot about the performance of the new Corvette Stingray, and now you'll be able to track that performance at the track. Chevy is going to offer a performance data recorder as a factory option so drivers can record their driving experience and share it with their friends. The system, which was developed by Cosworth, comes straight out of the Corvette racing team, and it includes 
a 720p HD camera mounted behind the rear view mirror, a microphone, a self-contained telemetry recorder, and a slot in the glove box for an SD card. The telemetry recorder uses a GPS receiver that operates five times faster than the in-dash navigation system and is also hardwired to the vehicle's electrical system for accessing things like engine speed, gear selection, and braking force. Drivers can even view the video on the Corvette's touchscreen when parked or download the data into Cosworth's toolbox software for a more in-depth look and they can figure out how they can chop down their lap times. Unfortunately, no word yet on pricing. Coming up next, if you had your own car museum to fill, what kind of cars would you put in there? Coming up next, we'll show you how the Henry Ford Museum determines what it wants in its collection. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Last week on AutoLine After Hours, my guest was Bob Casey, the former curator of transportation at the Henry Ford Museum in Dearborn, Michigan. In case you didn't catch that show, here's a taste of what you missed. When you were collecting cars for the museum then, what drove your thinking? What made you think, this is one that we've got to go after? We always looked for vehicles that represented the broad sweep of the American market. Um, and I stress market because it doesn't mean necessarily the industry. It means we're open to collecting foreign, well, vehicles from foreign manufacturers. Um, as long as they were sold. As long as they were sold market. in the American market. So the question is, did this thing have, does this vehicle say something significant about the American market? Is there a, does it represent a technological trend or a styling trend? Um, engineering, uh, marketing, um, uh, and, and sometimes you, you take chances. Sometimes Ford himself collected uh, what appeared to be, at the time, uh, dead ends. And 19, there was a, a car that he got, uh, it was built in 1915. It was a hybrid. It was a gasoline electric hybrid. And it sure looked like a complete dead end. Well, it turned out not to be. <laughs> just there was just a 60-year gap or whatever right. it was. <laughs> um, he collected steam cars nearly. By the time it was clear that steam cars had run their course. But they were an extremely important part at one time of the American market. Um, so uh, you, the, you, you look for all of those things and, and try to say, uh, how... Uh, how has this vehicle uh, affected the American market? You also, because there's so many vehicles, and because vehicles are big, you look for things that are representative. So for instance, we have one 50s hot rod. We have a wonderful 32 Ford high boy. We're not gonna collect 10 or 20, we have one. By the way, you can watch that entire interview right now on our website at autoline.tv. And as you know, the Detroit Auto Show is right around the corner, and we will be bringing you live coverage from the floor thanks to our signature sponsor, Chrysler. We have two days of Auto Show broadcast for you, Monday the 13th of January and Tuesday the 14th, both at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. 
We're following up those days with additional broadcasts from the second annual AutoLine Supplier Symposium, thanks to our signature sponsor, Ford. Those live webcasts are on Wednesday, January 15th and Thursday the 16th. Both of them start at 2 p.m. Eastern Time at our website, AutoLine.tv. And that is it for today's show. Thank you for watching, and we'll be right back here again tomorrow.